a lot of teams probably would have gave up on me by now just for what I've been through. But the Ravens stuck by me, and I'm always thankful for that. I would definitely cook everybody on our team. <laughs> for sure. It's like a family here. We all care about each other from top to bottom, everybody. Welcome into the lounge presented by DraftKings. We're getting ready for a big game. Big game. Got to save it till the end. Save it. <laughs> save it. Don't lose your voice on this one, Ryan. Uh-huh. Um, against the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, who also come into M&T Bank Stadium with a 4-1 and record. Justin Herbert's coming off a huge game. He was the, the top challenger to Lamar Jackson for the player Offensive Player of the Week honors in the AFC this past week, but he lost. <laughs> uh, but coming off a, a huge game, almost 400 passing yards to beat the Browns, four, four passing touchdowns and one on the ground for Justin Herbert. He's pretty good. Yeah, he's also right there along with Lamar in the middle of the MVP conversation. Well, he won the AFC uh, Rookie of the Year uh, last year. Yeah, since he stepped into the starting lineup, I mean, he's been he's been really solid. Yeah. I mean, more than solid. Solid is putting it too mildly. He's been excellent. Yes. So, it's going to be a big, and it's not just him. Austin Eckler is a good player. Uh, their defense has had some good days against the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. Rewinding. Back to 2018 playoffs. Yeah. Um, so. No, I mean, look at their their, their team is, has a lot of talented players, talented players on both sides Derwin of the ball. James. Yeah, Derwin James, Joey Bosa. On defense, yep. two great players. And then offensively, I mean, you mentioned Eckler, but the receiving core, too. You got Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Mike Williams yeah. had a monster game against yeah. the Browns. He's turned into a monster. He's turned into a monster. A lot of Ravens fans remember him from when he was coming out in the draft. There was a lot of buzz about the Ravens being interested, and he went super early, I think yes. seventh overall, before the Ravens ever had a chance. Uh, but really, really good player. And it's going to be like this. Look, to me, this isn't a, the Chargers hype podcast. All right? We're giving a little too much hype. This is. Chargers I think right I'm now. just setting up the stage for the quality of this game. I think it's the best game in the league this week. I know, at 1 o'clock. Yeah. This, this one. I mean, I'm not sad about not having another primetime game. Yes. Yeah. I just caught up on sleep. Exactly. <laughs> but, but it's, yeah, it's probably the best game in the league this week. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Totally agree. Uh, anyway, with that in mind, we have a big time guest coming in here. Big time in, uh, you know, how important he is. A little smaller in stature. This That's is, all right. This is Tavon Young we have on the lounge today. And uh, Tavon's a great guy. Real chill dude. Really like him. So let's jump into that interview. All right, so Tavon, I think the best compliment that a football player can get, there's a, there's a few, right? But one of the best ones is that he's scrappy. Right. And that is the perfect description of you, you know? <laughs> now, I, I've been called scrappy in my day as an athlete. You're a different kind of scrappy. Different kind of scrappy. <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of like the non-athletic, I'll, I'll bite your kneecaps, you know, to steal a Dan Campbell right. phrase, that kind of you're at, you're You know, you're a good athlete. <laughs> <laughs> you too, right? yeah, But, like... When you hear that, like, I feel like that adjective has been used for you, scrappy, like, over the years of your career. Like, what do you think of? Is that is that a source of pride for you or what? Uh, it's not really a pride thing. It's just, it's just who I am, you know. I guess I guess you can say that, you know, I just play ball. Like, that's just how I play the game. Yeah. I only know how to play it one way. And you got to be scrappy, especially in a nickel. Right. Have you ever bitten anybody? <laughs> <laughs> He was gonna bite no, Jack Doyle no. on on Monday. Oh, he was about to get the chomp chomp. Uh, man, I would have got a crazy fine for that. <laughs> that been, yeah, that's the thirty yard flag right there on that yeah. one. That would have been crazy. So, just for you, uh, you know how how glad are you to be playing football again? 
Um, it's it's like the biggest blessing, you know. Uh, I've been through a lot, and a lot of people don't know unless you've been here. But uh, it's just it's just a blessing. That's the only way I could put it. A lot of teams probably would have gave up on me by now, just for what I've been through. But the Ravens stuck by me, and I'm always thankful for that. And I told EDC that. Uh, wing. I tell everybody, I'm just happy to be out here with y'all. Like, I miss it. This is what I like to do. It's my right. job, so I love it. Wow. It, it's interesting. So you feel like, say you've been playing another team, they might have said, we're, you know, we're going to move on. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And, and what is it, why do you think the Ravens said, no, we, we believe in Tavon. We know he's going to come back. We know he's going to make an impact on this team. Like, what is it that you felt like they – made that decision to stick by you? Um, I feel like it's just it's just good relationships. You know, I'm a good person. They are great people. Uh, it's like a big family here. It's not like they just kick you to the curb. Like They give you your chances. And the first time I came back from an injury, I, I played well. So I guess, you know, they kind of seen it as like he could probably do it again mm-hmm. type thing. So, so I'm let's- always blessed for that. Let's go back and kind of review your journey here, just for Ravens fans who need a little refresher. You're drafted in the fourth round, 2016. Become an instant starter. Not an instant starter, but early in your rookie year. Become a starter. Play really well. 2017, tore your ACL during OTAs. 2018, come back. Have a huge year. Scoop and score king is born. (laughs) (laughs) Two touchdowns on fumble recoveries. Uh, Then you get your big contract extension. Become one of the highest paid slot corners in the league. Um then 2019 neck injury in training camp, kind of late in training camp, yeah, I want to say. Right before the Eagles joint practice. Yeah, uh, which was really like a just a weird one. I mean, yeah, it didn't it seem weird. like you were going to be out that long, and then it was the whole year. Then come back from that, 2020, week two, torn ACL again. So three season-ending injuries. I mean, I guess my question is like, how does that not break you? You know, like how do you keep coming back? Because that's that's tough. Uh, you probably hear a lot of people say this all the time, but I really was trying to build my relationship with God and, you know, get in the Bible. Um, I always had a strong support system. Um, the guys on the team supported me and I'm just a strong person. Yeah. I'm mentally strong and I just know that I could just push through it and there's always somebody going through something worse. I always kept that in my head and I'm just like, man, I just got to keep going. Got people to feed. I can't quit. Can't, I got to lead by example, so that's what that really was. So in Houston, when you tore your ACL last year, week two, were you immediately, God, why, why again, God, again? <laughs> well, you yeah, have some man. questions for the it big was, man upstairs? It was crazy. I was, I was asking why. I was like, why? But I remember Johnny, he came up to me. He's like, you can't ask him why. You just, he did it. It's, it's happened for a reason. And I just, I just stuck with that. And I was like, man, I'm just going to push through it. It's going to be a long process, <laughs> painful, but I'm going to get through it. And now that you're back on the field, like when did you start to feel like okay, um, I'm myself again? Um, I would say during camp, I was starting to get my legs up under me, but like probably like around week two when I really started like gaining my full like oh yeah, I'm back, I'm moving where I feel strong, you know, just yeah. When you're going through like so, like when you're going through one of these serious injuries, like like. We're talking serious injuries here. They're not, you know, small deals. 
Do you ever think like, do I want to come back and play? Like, is this worth it to kind of go through the whole rehab process, or or were you all along like still young, man? Well, I know. How old are you, Ted? Twenty-seven. Exactly. Twenty-seven. Yeah, but we're not talking about sprained ankles here. We're talking about serious deals, (laughs) a neck, a neck situation. The neck neck one is yeah. Yeah. Like, was that ever was that ever a consideration? Um, I remember when I first hurt my neck, they were saying like I probably wouldn't play again at first. That's what really first thing they said. And I ain't gonna lie, I started crying. I'm like, man, like I don't know what I do if I'm not playing football. Mm. Uh, so that that kind of like broke me for a second. And then they were like, we're gonna keep getting opinions, talking to doctors and stuff. And then I'm like, man, if y'all fix it, I'm coming back, mm-hmm. regardless. So wow. That's what I seen. So was that a Raven? The Ravens team doctor told you you might not play again, or was that an outside doctor? Uh, it was it was in the um yeah team. His like, team yeah, wow. soon we met, like, when they first pulled up the thing. But, the X-rays. Yeah, they kind of, like, we're going to keep looking, though. We're going to get some opinions. Yeah. We're going to keep talking about it. That's like Zach Orr. I mean, that yeah. makes me think of Zach Orr. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, his I career was. Yeah, too, yeah. Yeah, ended way too soon for him. Yeah. What did he, what advice did he have? Uh, I can't really remember, but he was just saying, bro, just, it's up to you. Yeah. End of the day, and uh, just keep going, push through it. If you if that's what you really want to do, play football and just go do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now that you're you're back on the field, you know, let's talk about Monday a little bit. You're making plays. You're having a great game, and then there's the play at the end. Now it, it's we can joke about it. It's always fun to joke about something because it doesn't, you know, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> you might have it a different. Helps. We know it's a happy ending. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. We know how to say. Exactly. So. Kind of take me through that. We we've all seen the replay. Mm-hmm. He baited you. He baited right. you. He hit your head down. That was a cheap shot. It, yeah, and then and then you retaliated, and then he flopped. I mean, that was a that was a European soccer league flop. Right. Academy man's Award. Man's got right. the Academy Award for yeah. that one. Yeah, exactly. So so what's kind of like the emotion of the game? Take me through like what's happening in the moment as that thing is unfolding. All right. So I seen they were running the screenplay. I came up, tried to force the screen. He blocked me. He he put me on the ground. So when I'm getting up, I'm just like, all right, whatever. He panicking me, whatever. I'm getting <laughs> up. Then he mushed me, and then I just, I just reacted like mm-hmm. I wasn't thinking. Um, pushed him, whatever. He flopped. Uh, I shouldn't have retaliated. First of all, you know, in the, regarding the situation, I shouldn't have retaliated. But it is what it is. I came on the sideline. Now we ran <laughs> extra two couple plays. Came off the field, I'm like, man, I just know if he make this field go, Twitter is going to crucify me. <laughs> I thought you'd be thinking about Harv's crucifying you first. <laughs> nah, I, mean, I was thinking about that when I was coming out of the field. Everybody was just looking at me. I'm like, I know y'all, my bad, my bad. I'm just saying that the whole time. Uh-huh. I'm just sitting down on the bench. And then while he lined up for the kick, I'm just like, man, I hope he missed it. Like, Please, you got to miss this. <laughs> then he missed I was like this. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I saw you on the bench. I was yeah. like, you were the happiest guy in the stadium. And somebody said, I forgot who came with to me. It was like, oh, you must be living right. I was like, yeah, man. That was, woo, that was close. Cause man, Twitter was going to kill me. <laughs> Did you watch the kick? Yes. Okay. I didn't know I if you were saying hands it. down. No, nah, I actually watched the kick. I was just like, man, miss. Did I see? I was just like, thank you. <laughs> After what you've been through, you earned that. Yeah. You earned some good favor. Yeah. <laughs> so, so then the last question I have about that is, is you texted Coach Harbaugh that night, he said. So it clearly was still on your mind after the game that you wanted yeah. to kind of like get it off your chest. Why yeah. did you feel like you should just 
kind of text him on that. Um, just because it was just being a pro and just knowing the circumstances, like I could have cost that game for real, a big game. And I never want to be that guy that people look at as, oh, try him. He's going to retaliate or, mm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that guy that the coaches look at it like he has an attitude problem or anything because that's not me at all. I just felt it was dirty, but it is what it is, you know. Takes a hard. I was like, man, that would never happen again. Mm-hmm. Never happen again for me. And he was just like, yeah, we know, we know your character. But yeah. I feel like a lot of, I mean, like pushing and shoving happens like all the time after yeah. the play. I think it was, I mean, the flop obviously, yeah. like, but that it wasn't even like it was that big a hit or shove that right. like you gave I'm him. Just gonna give him a little push, but you know. Yeah, exactly. You know, good that actor. was he, he. Yeah, he is a good actor. Exactly. Yeah. Did you see? <laughs> Once this? he failed, I was like, "Oh, it's a flag coming for sure." <laughs> <laughs> Did you see Deshaun's tweet to him? Yeah, Deshaun laid it down. Deshaun, man, that's my guy, man. He's funny. Deshaun is funny. Man. What was he said? You, we're gonna have some words. You better check to him or watch out. I don't, think, I don't think he said words. Deshaun, <laughs> man, that man funny. You gotta calm him down. <laughs> I mean, it was a, a really good game for you, though, up until that point. I mean, you had the yeah. sack. I mean, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz might have children, Tavon, and you deck that man. <laughs> that man's got kids, Tavon. Yeah, man. <laughs> You're blitzing. Though I mean, is that something for you that like when Wink dials up that blitz for you that you're like, oh yeah, here we go. Yeah, man. I I never really blitz in college. I don't think I never really blitz. I have, I have. I got a sack in college, but it was never really a thing that that I used to do. Yeah, until I got into the NFL. So like, once I got that first that uh Bills game when I came back off the first injury I got those two sacks in the game I was like mm, maybe I could really blitz a little <laughs> bit so I like blitzing for sure yeah I people probably wouldn't like think of it I mean you're a smaller cornerback you know mm-hmm. I mean they wouldn't think like how physical but they on there the scrappy side right that's the whole thing right. what how do you feel like I mean in coverage too PBUs and all that stuff like do you feel like you're kind of you know, back to yourself that you were, you know, before you got the contract extension and whatnot? Um, I always felt like I was myself. Yeah. I just felt like I had to get my body back conditioned to, like, be able to handle, like, playing all those plays a game. Yeah. And doing that. I always felt confident in myself. Like, it was never – I came on the field and was like, oh, man, I don't think I can do it. Mm-hmm. I always – if I felt like I couldn't do it, I wouldn't even go out there. Right. So, you know, that's what that is. Mm-hmm. How much – I was curious, like, with the contract extension, you kind of talked about, you know, that relationship between you and the Ravens. How much did you feel on your shoulders, like, hey, I know they paid me a lot of money. Like, I want to live up to that contract. I, I want to fulfill that contract. You know, is that something that you kind of carry around a little bit? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, when somebody puts their trust into you, you got to prove them right. Yeah. And when I suffered them injuries – when I – Got that injury last year when I came out of the field. EDC came into the locker. I was like, just give me one more chance. I was like, don't give up on me. Mm. Just give me one more chance. And then he was like, we got you. We're going to take care of you. That's awesome. Yeah. So. Wow. So that's in the locker room after, I mean, minutes or whatever, hour after the game. Yeah. No, that's as soon as I got into the locker room, like when they evaluate me. Wow. They text the game. Yeah. Wow. And, and what did that mean for you in that moment? Like, I got to believe it's, you, you know, you're, Probably weighing pretty heavy on you um, to to have a season-ending injury, and for Eric to say that, what did that mean to you? Oh man, it meant a, it meant a lot. You know, he's a great guy, man. That's all I, I can do. He's a great person. Um, he cares about the players. Like I said, it's like a family here. We all care about each other, from top to bottom. Everybody. Mm-hmm. So 
It was big. I feel like you're one of the guys on this defense that is has the most respect of just about anybody out there. I mean, I feel like, especially in that secondary, guys look to you as someone who is really well-respected. Is that, like, did you feel like that was something you had to earn? And, and, and how significant is that for you to have guys like Marlon Humphrey saying, you know, Tavon's one of the best guys and, and, and kind of looking to you for leadership and all of that? Uh, respect is always earned. It's never given. Um, and you know, we all look to each other for things. I look up to Marlon. I look up to Ann. I look up to Chuck. Deshaun. We all look up to each other in different ways. And uh, it's just like a big trust thing we got going on. And just you earn it. You make plays, you get respect. Mm-hmm. Scoop score king, man. That's when you get that trust. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's easy to trust that. <laughs> exactly. Never mind. It's like his high school days. Tavon was telling us right before we started, he played a little receiver in high school. Oh, yeah. So could you could you burn any of the Ravens DBs if you were to flip over oh, to receiver? Right? A smile you want to know what's crazy? Oh, let's hear it. All right, here we go. We talk about that all the time. <laughs> Probably every day. You would hear me and Chuck arguing about who would cook each other. Like <laughs> me and Chuck, every day we go at it. Like every single day we talk about that. And I, I would definitely cook everybody on our team. <laughs> For sure. How close were you to playing wide receiver in college? I was close. I was close. Uh, met with the the West Virginia coaching staff had just moved to Arizona, and I met with the um, one of the guys, and he was saying like, "We like you as a receiver and all that." So I was like, "Oh, that's a first. Like, usually it was cornerback, and it was right. like receiver. And then I was like, "Man, it's far though. Like, that's far. Right. I'm an East Coast baby." <laughs> and then he, I was like, "Man, y'all gotta let me bring somebody with me. Like, bring my boy." You're like, ah, we'll see. But <laughs> after that, it nothing really happened. So yeah, so you went to Temple. Yeah, that and that that's where a scrap comes from. I feel like Temple, man, bunch of dogs. Sure, bunch of dogs. I remember sure. watching you at the Senior Bowl, strapping up people, man. Yeah. It, it, that was a good time. Yeah, man. And, and I mean, part of it too. I mean, you're just you're a Prince George's County kid. You're a Maryland kid. You know, yeah. Oxon Hill grew up in Oxon. Went to Frederick Douglass. How much does it mean to you, also, like? Maybe people were aware of that when you were drafted. I feel like the hometown story was kind of a thing, but people have probably forgotten. Like that, this is this is your state. It you know, is my home. It is. Yeah, that's cool. How much does it mean for you to kind of be back on the field, showing out in MT Bank Stadium on Monday night? You know, in your home state. It's, like I say, man, it's just it's not more you can ask for. You know, it's a great job to have being a football player and playing a kids game as yeah. a grown man. Getting paid for it. It's not even about the money. Because if it was about the money, a lot of people would stop in college. Um, you know, it's just it's a blessing. I just love it. It's just what I love to do. Didn't you play at MT Bank Stadium in high school? Nah. Oh, you didn't? Okay. Someone someone did. I forget who it was. But somebody had a had a game. Probably this on the team now? Campanero. Maybe, yeah, camp, yeah, maybe it was Campanero. River yeah, Hill. For sure, Camp. Everybody knew about him. <laughs> he was cold. He really? was nasty in high school. He, he was had, like the player of the year. Yeah, so he was cold. He, he was <laughs> good. He just you had to keep him on the field. That could have that could have been you though. He was that, like slot receiver. That could have been you. Man, Kent was different. He was he was cooking. <laughs> <laughs> now, ask anybody who was in that like county area or whatever. Mm-hmm. What, what, he was Howard County. Howard County. Howard County. Howard County. Yeah. But everybody knew who he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like River Hill, Campanero, uh, off rip. Like everybody knew. Yeah, he was like a running back. Yeah, running he, back yeah, yeah he was he nasty. did everything. Yeah, he was like that. Do I see a Sonic the Hedgehog tattoo on your leg? Oh yeah, <laughs> that's, that's Shadow. That's Shadow. That's Shadow. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's right. That's right. That's, that's right. The black version. The black color Sonic. 
All right, nice, nice. Well, Tavon, it's fun to see you out there playing again, man. It is really a good time. You make this secondary. You kind of complete the secondary, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Last question for you. Going against Chargers, Justin Herbert, great quarterback. You know, just what's kind of the mindset going into this game? Got to bring everything we got. You yeah. know, he's a great player. They got great players around him. We just got to compete, make plays, have fun. Cool. I love it. That'll awesome, be a fun time. Thank you so right. much. Thank you, Tavon. Thank you Sunday is right around the corner. Draft your lineups now to feel the sweat with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the Baltimore Ravens. Life is more fun when you have skin in the game. Download the DraftKings app to check out all the action and daily contests. New users enter code FLOCK when signing up to get a special offer. That's code FLOCK and get a special sign-up bonus. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. All right, well, really good stuff from Tavon Young. He's, you know, he's got a great story. I yeah, mean, yeah. just the, the neck thinking he, it, was, it was all done, the knee injury last year, and Eric Costa coming in and telling him, we got you. You know, I mean, this guy, he's a fighter mm-hmm. for sure. That is one thing about Tavon Young is, is he scraps. And kind of when you were talking to him or asking him about being respected, I think that's a, a big part of it. It's like people just have know his story obviously yeah. here and they're just like respect the fact that he's continued to work at it and, and get back on the field well like there's not many guys that come back from the the multitude of injuries that he's had and, and still continue to play at a high level and the scrappiness like that go that's basically been his story his entire life and i think the injuries are just part of that like he's not he doesn't have the size of a marlon humphrey or jimmy smith you right. know at that position so and at temple I wish I would have asked him about this, but he's talked about it before. He he wore number one his last year there, and they gave that basically to the toughest guy. You know, they had some criteria to give yeah. number one to a, a player who deserved it, who kind of exemplified what that meant. Yep. And Tavon got that. And I just think that's the way he plays. He's been undersized. He's fought through that. He's fought through injuries. He's played at a high level. He's played inside. He's played outside. He played outside early in his career yeah. when he was really kind of overmatched just physically, but he still went out there and played really well. Yep. Um, so he's just one of those guys who can who can do a lot super respected and when he I, I, like the way you said it he kind of completes the secondary like mm-hmm. the past couple of years when he hasn't been out there it's like well you know wait till Tavon's back and when he is in there it just makes a huge difference for what the secondary can do absolutely yeah uh, it's, it's a bummer that Marcus Peters isn't out there. I know. It's like, like we just get the group together, exactly. the band together one time. Exactly. Seriously. Jimmy Smith. I know. I, mean, I know. No, he's back on the field. You finally got Jimmy on the field. I know. know. Got Tavon healthy, man. Like, the Ravens have invested so much money in the secondary, and has it played one game, full game together, the entire unit? Right. I seriously would be curious yeah. to go back and look. Have Has Marlon, Marcus, Jimmy, and Tavon all been healthy Maybe for week one before? last year. Maybe week one last year. I don't know. Was Jimmy out there? Because well, Jimmy got hurt week one, right? Last year, did he? I'm, 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 things are the injuries things are running are together, but yeah. But I think maybe a couple times, but not nearly enough. Yeah. And I guess honestly, that's probably the NFL. You're talking about, you know, four guys. Yeah, five guys really when you consider the slot, six guys when you consider Jimmy oh, and Tavon yeah. and and Marcus Marlin and the two safeties oh yeah um, the two safeties so you're talking about it's not often that you have a group of six that just stays together the entire season or, or multiple years I'm asking for one game I know <laughs> I know it's, it's tough it's tough um, but I'm glad to have him back on the field yes. I think that he adds a, a, an important element to this team he's got toughness and I think he's a tone setter 
for uh, sure. So I, it was great to talk with him and, he, and hear some he stories. He drilled Carson Wentz on that sack. Yeah. He drilled him. He anyway, did. Got some emails? We do. As always, you guys can email us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. We got an email here from Matthew Cannon. He said, what's up, guys? It's your friendly neighbor, uh, neighborhood doctoral student or candidate. All right. He said, you might not remember me, but I wrote in for the Lewis Reddick episode uh, back when it, a while ago. And there's a couple things he'd like to share. One of the things is that he likes the idea. He's a big fan of the Omar Farmer and the Dell whistle oh, at yeah. the start That's of great. games. Now, he thinks it would be great to have him come out right before as like Lamar's song, you know, like hot in here for Ray Lewis. Right. 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 Which like, sure, that's cool. But I also like it before the team comes out, the full team, which is what they've been doing. Basically. Yeah. It's the way it's worked is they, they turn out all the lights and it's been nice because you have two night games. Yes. So the lights go out, then you hear the whistle. Then there's a really cool hype video. Uh, no, I think it's the hype video. Then the whistle. No, it's a whistle then the hype video. Really? Mm-hmm. Have you been watching these games the last two weeks? I'm just getting old. Yeah, you are getting old. You're just asleep in the press box looking for nachos and hot dogs. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm on hot dog number three at that point. <laughs> hey, what's this? Who are farming the Dell song? I, was to my, I sing this to my kids. You yeah. know, the hot dog. So, um, I mean, that's fine. I've, I've, a number of people have suggested that, but I like the way that, that we're doing it. Second, this is the main reason I'm reading the email. He says, quick thank you to Garrett for showing faith that I'll keep pushing towards my doctoral degree. Mm. He said, Ryan, shaking my head. The doubts from you were hurtful. What? Yeah. What is this? Yeah, I, don't I guess remember this at when all. we read his last email, you must have had doubts that he was going to get his doctoral degree. Why and did he say that? I don't know. That's a great question. Why would you say that? <laughs> but Matthew remembers it, and he says, like the Jonah Hill quote from Superbad: "People don't forget." What? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of feel like I owe this man a T-shirt. You definitely owe him a T-shirt, and certainly an apology. Well, I am sorry. I don't remember why I doubted you. I'm sure there's very good reason to doubt you. That doesn't sound like you're sorry. That's like one. Of- <laughs> That sounds like one of my apologies. Have the apology. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's uh, email from Matthew. Ryan is very sorry for his hurtful comments. Very, very, very sorry. All right. The next question comes from Will and says, hey, Ryan and Garrett, the, t- the subject line on this was big win. Nice. Big win. All right. That was an absolutely crazy game. The team's experienced an entire season of emotions, and it's only been five weeks. Lamar was simply amazing. Totally agree with that. So his question, what has happened to the Ravens' defense? There's missed tackles, getting pushed around, not great coverage on the passing game. So he says, is it Judon and Peters who, who meant that much to the defense? Um, what do you think? I mean, I, I kind of feel the same way. I expected this defense. I think we talked about it. I mean, we thought they would be a top five unit in the league. Top three. Yeah, yeah. Maybe top. You know, like, I thought this defense was going to be really, really good, and it just hasn't been that so far through the season. I mean, there's no sugarcoating that. Um, now they've made some big plays in big time in mm-hmm. big moments, and that counts for something. That doesn't, you know, shouldn't be overlooked. But they know they should be playing better. I think they've, they've you know, faced some good offense. Obviously, you go against the Chiefs. But you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be getting marched down the field by the, the Indianapolis Colts. Mm-hmm. You know, they need to play better. So part of it is obviously the loss of Marcus Peters. And, you know, we've talked a lot about it. Anthony Averett, friend of the lounge, um, playing really well. You know, but Anthony Averett isn't Marcus Peters at this point in his career. There's just, yeah, that's just a fact, right? And um, so I think that has hurt. And I, clearly, the Colts went into the game and said, we're just, we're going to go at Anthony Averett and see if this guy is really legit, legit. Right, mm-hmm. like we're going to test them, and so Marlon Humphrey didn't see a whole lot of action. Obviously, another problem with the defense has been the tackling, which you 
uh, says, you know, whatever, that's overblown. Tackling, who cares? <laughs> there are NFL players. Everybody can tackle. Well, it's been a problem. Um, Patrick Queen has to wrap up better. He's too frequently just lower, trying to lower the shoulder and lower the boom on people. He needs to wrap up. It's just everybody mm-hmm. can see it. Marlon Humphrey on the field was say, literally saying wrap up after mm-hmm. a missed tackle. So, you know, I think Patrick knows it. Even on Twitter, you know, somebody I saw, a fan tweeted something like, you know, Patrick Queen's going to get back to knowing who he is and play better football than he has been. And, and, and Patrick retweeted that yeah. with the bullseye saying yeah. 100% correct. He knows it. He's got to play better. He's got all the talent in the world. He can do it. I think he's in his head a little bit right now, quite frankly. And um, he's got to get out of his head. Yeah. John Harbaugh talked this week and, and said that the Ravens need more out of their inside linebackers. Yep. And so, honestly, on the on the secondary piece, like, certainly Marcus Peters is is kind of a one-of-a-kind player, so it's hard to compare anybody yep. to him. But honestly, I'm not really that worried there. I think Averett, he got, he got targeted a lot against the Colts. They, he gave up some plays, but I I do overall like what I've seen from Averett, and I think he's he's going to be fine. That, that's my take on that. But I think that the Ravens have to do a better job of stopping the run, and because the Colts were getting you know five, six, seven, eight yards a push. Well, the, the crazy part is you look at where the Ravens rank; they're like in the bottom. I think they're the fourth worst pass defense, and they're like the sixth best runoff right, right. defense. So. It, it, but I agree with you. The yeah. Colts game, certainly the recency bias here yeah, tells yeah. you, like, what? The, I mean, anytime a team runs on the Ravens, considering the, the history here, you're like, what the heck is We're just not used to seeing that. We are not used to seeing that at all. And then, like, I, it felt like the Colts ran for 200 yards. And mm-hmm. I went back and looked at it. It was like 124 or something. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor, like, he had the long screen. Yeah. So that was a tackling problem. And I don't know if they just got caught in, in the wrong call mm-hmm. there or what. A little of both, maybe. Um, but, like, when you look at the stats, it, the running wasn't, like, off the charts. It yeah. felt a lot worse than I think it was. Situationally, it felt like it was bad, and it, especially late in the game when you just needed to stop the clock, and it was like, this is a running clock right here. Well, right right before they had the missed field goal, the Ravens got some three big run stops yeah, in yeah, a row. Yeah, the situation, I mean, yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, yeah. tackles for loss, yeah. like, they're run blitzing clearly, and they made the plays. That was big at that point in the game, but, yeah. I, I, I didn't think the Ravens, honestly, uh, in the press box, I, I didn't think that they were going to be able to come back from the 22 to 3 deficit yeah. because I didn't think the defense was going to be able to stop them. And especially if you can't stop the run, you don't have a chance. Like when you put teams into run that, you know, they're just going to try to run out the clock. If you could stop the run, you give your offense chances to come back pretty quickly. But if you can't stop the run, they're just going to run, milk the clock the whole game. And, yeah. and I was like, I don't know if the offense is going to get enough t- chances and, and, here. And it was, it, was, it was close, you know, about as close as it can get oh, yeah. in that regard. And they got the stops just when they needed them. And then obviously the missed field goals is what made the difference at the end of the day. Um, so, look, I, I do expect, like I've said this before, I'm high on Patrick Queen. I think that he will get out of it. He was like, let's not forget, this guy was second in the Rookie of the Year voting last year. Mm-hmm. So, like, I totally recognize that he's not playing as well this year as he did last year, but I think he will snap out of it, and I think that he will get back on track. Um, so, yeah, so those are the emails that we got. You can email us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. Uh, any other final thoughts for Sunday's game? Like I said earlier, I think it's the best game in the league this week. I think it's going to be nice to have a 1 o'clock game. This is, this is one of those games, I think, when we went down the schedule here a couple weeks ago, we said, all right, you're, you know, in this home stretch of four straight home games, you probably weren't going to go four for four. This is the one that everybody had circled as, 
Mm-hmm. This is going to be a tough one. Yep. But, 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 <laughs> this, Garrett, I'm feeling it now. Lamar's on a heater. Yes. He's on a heater. There is no player on that field that's better than Lamar Jackson is right now. Yeah. Best player on the field. And the Chargers, guess what? Their run defense. Hmm. Not good so far. Yeah, not good. They they actually have been like one of the teams that has devoted the fewest amount of defenders to stopping the run. Like if you're talking eight in the box, the least in the league. So does that change against Lamar? Do they what? play pass. Is it, this is it's just as a funny aside here. Sorry, I was you getting were, ready to give you, the big. Yeah, but now I'm on the side. <laughs> yeah, you I'm, were, I'm out of my seat. You're getting ready. I'm you were revving up. up for the big win. I was, but now I'm kind of getting into the X's well, nose a little bit. Well, like they also played the Browns last week, who are really good. At running on the, the ball, yeah. and so that I think is is part of the equation. But I I am curious to see now. It's been two straight weeks yep. where the Ravens have needed to pass yep. to basically have success. Do they change the strategy? Do they go into a game saying, "All right, it's going to be pass heavy," and I basically ask Greg Roman this today. Uh, I didn't ask him what's your game plan going to be for Sunday, but are you basically going to go into a game saying this is going to be a, the pass game or this oh, is going to be the run see, game? I didn't even realize that's what you were trying to ask. I kind of wanted to ask him, like, do you expect the Chargers who have devoted, you know, who have... Yeah, but he's not going to... Well, gonna, I know, I know, I know, but that's really what I want to know. Like, what does he think they're going to do? Yeah. What does he think they're going to do? Yeah. That's the question. Sure, but he ain't going to answer that, so I try to get at least a little perspective. That's the difference between he you. Did, you know the interesting thing that he did say to your question? Exactly. Because like, I asked good questions. No, it was a terrible question. <laughs> but you got lucky he bailed you out. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we're going long. We're stretching the spot. All right. The interesting thing was he said that game planning for him yeah. like totally changed midway through last year. Like he doesn't, He couldn't game plan the way he game planned his whole career previous to that as an offensive coordinator. Yeah. Which is really interesting. Like, basically, teams just have a Lamar plan, yep. a unique Lamar plan in their back pocket that they sit on. They don't show it. You know, obviously, you don't show it against anybody else because there's no other players like Lamar. Um, and then they have to basically be nimble enough to adapt to that in the game. Yeah, and I think that there's been there's been some questions like this was the case uh, against Indianapolis. Why the slow start? Why the slow start? Yeah, and generally speaking, the Ravens haven't started slow, but they did start slow on Monday, obviously. Yeah. Well, Lamar that, missed a couple of passes yeah, early. But that, that honestly could be part of it. That honestly, I think, is part of it because you, you, you're trying to figure out what they're going to do, and then you have to do the counterpunch. Yeah. So, like, if you're assessing, all right, it's going to be this new look every single time, you can't trust what they've done previously on film because it's going to be a totally new right. approach. The game script, like, usually you talk about the game script, the first 15 plays right. on offense are scripted. Burn it. <laughs> Just ignite that puppy because there. Is, I, w- I really wonder. Like that's yeah. that's follow up question for next week, Garrett. For there you. we go. Do you even script a, f- a first fifteen plays, or you go? I mean, I'm sure he has to have something. Obviously, he's got to pick, pick something, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd be curious, like what that looks like now. Yeah, for sure. All right, so all right, all right, where were get, you? Where were up. you? All right. Anyway, I'm feeling it. All right, I'm feeling this one. It's a big game, and we're gonna get a. Win!